Join Chelsea, Kurt, and Trent each and every week as we talk indigenous music and amplify indigenous voices. <laughs> so this one's called The Addict. I hope you guys like it. There's no journey at the bottom of that bottle you're sipping. Lighting one smoke off another ain't really quite quick. Hurting the ones we love the most, but the words are just so deep. It's a hard pill to swallow to love an addict like me. I've gambled my whole check away for a chance to win it big. Blamed all my problems on the past in my kids. Smoking all my pain away with a few puffs of weed. It's a hard pill to swallow to love an addict like me. I'm down at rock bottom, I'll never reach the top. One more drink and one more smoke. This time I swear I'll stop Yes, I know you'll love me Until this habit's kicked I'm an addict, I'm an addict I'm an addict, that's it I work my fingers to the bone I do too darn much Sing yes to please the ones in life that don't too much. I'm waiting on my return for all of my good days. It's a hard pill to swallow to love an addict like me. Well, I'm down that rock bottom, I'll never reach the top. One more drink and one more smoke This time I swear I'll stop Yes, I know you'll love me Until this habit's kicked I'm an addict, I'm an addict I'm an addict, that's it I'm an addict, I'm an addict Please help me, I'm sick one more line won't hurt me This might be my last Someone take this pain from me Or just forget I asked I'm down that rock bottom I'll never reach the top One more drink and one more smoke This time I swear I'll stop Yes, I know you'll love me until this habit's kicked. I'm an addict, I'm an addict, please help me, I'm sick. I'm an addict, I'm an addict, I'm an addict, I'm sick. I'm an addict, I'm an addict. I'm an addict that's sick. Oh, great job, man. Can you ask somebody if we just came on or <laughs> in your comments or if we just lost power? Now I'm tripping out. Sorry about that, dude. 
Imagine if we were talking this whole time for the last for a half an hour minute. and nobody like, heard anything we said. We just got started. That's what I just like. We'll, we'll obviously recap everything if nobody heard anything. <laughs> yeah. We can we can talk a little bit more, but man, I apologize. I I swear to God, when I got the countdown, I hit the go live, and mm-hmm. I thought we were live, but. I've never had it lose lose the connection before like that. So now I'm doubting that I hit the live. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's at 1%, but... Uh, I don't think we were live. I could go check if you want. Oh, no, it's all good. You can plug your phone's an iPhone? No, it isn't. Oh, it isn't. Okay. Well, let's just start over. This is Jared Lee. He's from Saskatchewan. Yay. Welcome. No. Thank you for coming. Oh, no, well, you're from St. Albert, but you live in <laughs> Saint Saskatoon. St. Paul. Saint Paul. Now I'm all flustered. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Trent, you're supposed to be the technology guy and you didn't even get us going. <laughs> Let's um, tell us again uh, what you are nominated for. Through Sask Music, I'm nominated for Indigenous Artist of the Year. And there you, you have eight nominations, you said? Uh, through Saskatchewan Country Music Association, I'm nominated for eight, eight different. That's different incredible. Things. Mm-hmm. So that'd be like, you know, interactive artists of the year, male artists of the year, I think single. I don't know. There's, there's too many to list. I, I'll have to, I'll have to well, take a look at my, <laughs> it's the, it's the, it's the go-to year. I mean, this is the most nominations I've ever had and I submitted to the Juno. So hopefully this album that um, people can download and you can get anywhere. Uh, it's time just came out November 5th and uh, hopefully it'll, if it doesn't make the Junos, it doesn't, it's not going to make her, make or break my career, but you know, so, so far um, this whole past year has been kind of, it's been really weird for not being able to play all the time, you know, with, uh, you know, cases going up and the restrictions going up and the cases going down. It's like, Hey, you can play. No, you can't play. It's like, you know, we didn't do anything wrong. And I almost feel like a, feel like a little kid being told to go to, go to your room for another month. Well, I didn't even do anything wrong. Oh, you've been bad. You're going to get COVID. So you go stay there. You're going to spread it. I want to break yeah. the rules now. <laughs> you always want to break the rules. <laughs> Let's rise up. <laughs> it's, it's at that point. People are, we've been, we've been stuck for long enough. Like when, when will things get back to, to normal kind of deal? Right. And I don't even know if there's going to. I was going to say, I don't think there's ever going to be a pre 2019 normal ever again. But this know. was. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I'm just, I'm rambling. I was just going to say that this is going to be, it was kind of prophesized by our people anyways, that there was going to be this big sickness that was going to come, right? So it's not like a shock to us. We just had to get our medicines ready and we knew it was coming. I mean, like it comes in waves. There's flus, there's SARS, Ebola, West Nile, bird flu, Spanish flu, anything you can ever name over the course of every couple of years. If you were to go back and check every major, it's nothing new. COVID-19, tear. Release the Omicron. Just got to deal with it now. Yep, exactly. I don't even pay attention anymore, not to the news, not to, I have no idea what's going on right now. I had. I didn't even know there was a lockdown or something <laughs> similar to, or whatever. There's not really on. a lockdown. Yeah, I guess. But you know what I mean? Like, I, I, got, I had one friend go, like, everybody's hiding in their houses now. I'm like, maybe where you live, but where I live in the city, People are out and about, like, you know, like, it's it's not that different except for the nightlife part of it, right? Like, yeah. if you go around shopping or whatever, people are, everybody's out and about, everybody's doing their thing, but they're wearing masks, and 
you know, I want it to be over too. Don't get me wrong. I would love to be on stage every weekend, mm-hmm. but we just got to deal with it, I guess, until it's over. I know I'm frustrated too. Like I've had, <laughs> I've had like how many, yeah, it's just like, it's, it gets frustrating because every time you start playing again and you start putting a sound together and you start getting things feeling good, it's taken away again. Like this summer we played some gigs and then it was gone. And then we played some more gigs in the fall and then it was gone around Christmas. So it's like, I, I feel you guys. I totally feel the frustration. Let's I don't know start, when we... No, go ahead. Let's just start, start, our own, start, our own, start our own venue. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> money is always the obstacle for me. You know, like that's, I, I would do lots of things like that, but money is my Achilles heel. I don't have any, I was never born with any, and I don't have a lot right now. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, the definition of insanity is doing the same, doing the same thing, thing over, over and, and over, over. And, and expecting different results. Exactly. And right. that's, I'm like, our, our government has just lost their minds, I guess. And we're all just sitting here, like, waiting for them to just figure it out. Like, okay. Yeah. I think, I think it's going to, we're going to be surprised in the next few months we're going to be all right. Mm-hmm. I just think so. I hope so, anyways. I, I always got to keep a, a positive outlook on it and just think that, you know, eventually we got to get back to playing again and getting things clo- as close to normal as we can. Yep. I don't know. Like, I want to ask you something, Jerry. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But we were talking about this earlier, and I can't remember if it was in our pre-chat or the chat that we had where I didn't record. But either way, nobody's heard it besides us. So can you tell me a little bit about how you started playing, like, with your dad? Your dad plays, you said, and did you say your grandfather was a musician as well? Uh, it was my dad and his brothers. Uh, late, oh, his late brothers. Ho- yeah. yeah, late Homer was a fiddle player. And uh, Eddie still plays. My dad still plays. So I grew up kind of around that. And, uh, you know, just being every household, somebody would either have a guitar or a fiddle. And um, if you if you're really young and getting involved to music, your first instrument, I know my first instrument was the spoons, right? Anyway, that was my first instrument. So I, I would, you know, families would jam together. And then you you go to the jamborees and the dances and the weddings and Beer fest, bullaramas, anything you can ever name. And that's kind of where I got my start into music was just being able to watch all these awesome musicians play from backstage. Like imagine being three, four years old, going to a beer fest. Yeah. You know, I was, play, I was playing in the back and, you know, playing with the cymbals and whatever. And wasn't a lot on stage until they had a little bit of a break time. But that's where my ears kind of started into, into the music. And I was about 12 years old when I started playing guitar. And uh, my dad started getting me into talent shows when I was like five, maybe six years old, something like that. It's like, here, get on stage, sing the song. I'm like, okay. I'm a hardworking man. I wear a steel hard hat. Really shy, really shy. So I got got pushed on stage. And that's kind of where, where I got my start is, uh, you know, being able to follow my dad and his band around and all the uncles and all my aunties and everybody everybody sings everybody plays so that's kind of my my background and where i got started and you said your dad still plays do you guys ever play gigs together still or it's like an eclipse it's very rare but when it's seen it's freaking magical it's magical because we're like we're the same person on stage i know what he's gonna do and he knows what i'm gonna do so when i sing he sings and he harmonizes with me and then when he sings i harmonize with him and we just 
it's just like having two people. <laughs> That's why family bands are so, so amazing together because you got everybody that has a different talent that brings something together. It's like the Rankin family or the Hunter brothers. Like their, their harmonies are, are they're freaking sick. <laughs> yeah. Well, family harmony is so close because it's genetically close, right? Like you have yep. the same genetic makeup. So yep. your voice is going to be in a similar timber and similar range or whatever. So, yeah, but I grew up, similar to that like only i played with my dad for a good 20 years and my brother played drums for us for 10 years my brother lives in vancouver now and um yeah like i know what it's like like you said going to all kinds of things ivan dane's picnic backstage when i was 10 years old when all the musicians were getting drunk or whatever i was running around trying to see what was going on listening to people play and bullshit and do you know what musicians do right and then you get kind of sucked into that you want to be a part of that lifestyle. Like I wrote a song on one of my first albums called top of the stairs. And it's all about me and my sister sitting at the very top of the stairs in our old townhouse. So my dad had like five or six musicians over after the bar and they were all playing till like six in the morning at the kitchen table. Right. So that's what I remember growing up, right? Like all this music all the time. I remember my dad playing and recording on like a tape deck like this. Yep. Yeah, I just I just bought this at the put it in the middle. <laughs> I had to uh I had to put it on on the table today because I bought it earlier in the week at a thrift store for 20 bucks. And I'm just like, I need this because it reminds me of being, you know, six years old and watching my dad do his thing at the kitchen table and write his songs. And I was telling these guys that I started I'm starting a project where I'm taking my dad's old songs from these cassettes that he wrote and I'm reworking them and recording them now. And my little brother's gonna be involved in it as well he kind of informed me after i i had played one on last week or whatever he's like you know you can't do that without me he's like you can't do this project without me we have to figure out how i'm involved in this and i'm like okay <laughs> then we'll do it then so now that project involves my little brother as well bryce so nice. shout out to bryce but yeah like that's i just wanted to talk about that a little bit because i know i know how that can inspire somebody or can hinder people too when their parents play music like right when I was I didn't start playing till I was like 19 years old my dad never pushed me on stage when I was a little kid because he's just like I don't want my kids to to be involved in this because there's a lot of you know rejection in music there's a lot of all kinds of bullshit right like there's drugs there's alcohol there's my dad didn't want any of his kids to be involved in two out of three became professional musicians. So, I mean, I don't think your parents can choose your path for you. I think I've said this many times before that music kicks you. You don't really have a choice. That's true. Yeah. You know, so that's just why I wanted to touch on your dad and your family and just kind of get that vibe off you and, and kind of, you know, let everybody know how that feels right like because not everybody gets that 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 bonding between family members when you're on stage and like i play bass and my brother plays drums and like we play like this when we're together and it doesn't matter if we haven't played together in a year we can get back on stage and we lock in you yep. know so it's it's just something that is magical and that's I, that's why i wanted to talk about that a little bit mm -hmm. but why don't you tell us about what you got planned in the future now that you got this album you said you had some stuff coming up that you're excited about yeah, I got um I I got I got an email and a call. Um, you know, I've been having different people following my music from all over the world, from the United Kingdom, Australia, and the States. And uh there's this 
one station, um, one one show actually on Instagram, she interviews all these different various country artists from all over, and it's called Rue 66 Country. And uh, I got interviewed a couple of weeks ago before Christmas there, and and then she turned my music on to some some people that have been following me as well. And I got scouted to uh, to check out a, a company called SSM Nashville down in Nashville. And the company's, you know, been around since 2008. It started with uh, one guy knocking on all the big, you know, record labels doors and uh he's written a few number number one tunes one of them being adelida by george Strait. if you know that song cool if you don't we can't be friends but anyway this company it's they asked me to like do a, a developmental deal and uh there's two different routes you can do it's like the developmental deal where they help you build your brand and get some fans and break out into a new market and the other part is a record deal where they just invest into you and, and you start recording right away so my plan for this year is to actually record a four song EP or maybe a couple more songs and uh, over the course of the year, have a, a music video and be able to work with these guys down in Nashville and uh, see how it goes. They got nothing to lose and absolutely everything to gain. And like, like, um, like you said, if you, uh, if you keep doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting different results, that's the definition of insanity. So you got to change it up a little bit. So I may as well, may as well try. I mean, hey man, any opportunity out there, I just, I firmly believe that you, you should just say yes. If you think it's a good idea, just go do it because life is too short. You know, like yeah. if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. You, then you can't say, you can't get mad at yourself five years down the road and say, well, I really wish I would have taken that chance. Just take the chance. man. Like, if you can do it, do it. That's all Absolutely. I have to say. Chelsea, why don't you ask Jared a question? I just have to run to the washroom. Sorry, guys, when we didn't hit record, I drank too much water, so I had to go to the wash. What is your favorite song like that you love to sing? Favorite song that I love to sing would probably be Long Enough to Leave by Mickey and the Motor Cars. Well, that's pretty sweet. <clears throat> so what are you, you're pulling a guitar out here. What's going on? I want to show you a song. You said you really like uh, uh, new music and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Probably have already heard this. Um, I want to share it because I'm obsessed. I'm still kind of obsessed. You with still the song. set up the cable yet? Eh? I'm, I'm going to apologize to everybody once again for not going live at seven. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, we just heard from Kurt and he was uh, busy at the hospital with his dad. He couldn't make it today, but we want to send lots of love out to Uncle George and Kurt mm. when they're. Uh, doing their thing and I want to send a shout out to Russell again he was in the hospital I can't remember if anybody heard it but I told him I'd send a shout out to him today so I hope you feel better bro now we're going to get Chelsea to she's she's going to show us a song and I learned something last week Jared yeah I I, I offered to tune the guitar for Chelsea and it was the wrong thing to do she's like I can do that myself (laughs) I can do that bring it here Sorry, I'm just you know. Yeah, anytime you throw on a capo, you gotta you gotta tune it because it's gonna be yeah. the strings are gonna be suppressed. So anytime you throw on a capo, that's just a little little trick. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, she's tuning right now, so she must be doing a good job. Oh, so you're you're ready for your your awards thing on Thursday? You find out by YouTube? Is that how that works? Yeah, it's going to go live on YouTube. It's on the Sask Music um, page. It's on their YouTube page. So it's got about, I don't know, 30 different categories or whatever. And yeah. uh, 
you know, album of the year, song of the year, all of that's going to be be there. And these are all different genres of, of, of music, right? So it's going to be, I'm nominated for Indigenous Artists of the Year, but there's a whole bunch of other categories that, you know, I may or may not have been able to fit in. Um, yeah. Single of the year, music video of the year. I don't know, even country, country artists of the year, but, you know, going up against either the Hunter Brothers or Just Mosqueluk, I'm like, nope, I'm not, not there yet, not even close. They got millions and millions of albums sold and spins, right? So one day. Hey, man, it just takes time. One fan at a time, right? Yep. So, you know, it just goes to show that there's so much good music out there that sometimes people overlook. And although it's got probably got like a million views or whatever, that's my first time hearing it. So that's going to go on to my playlist now. Like I just keep adding to my, my road trip music's got like 3000 songs of all different backgrounds and genres and whatever, mostly techno though. My BPM, I'll never get away from that. Did you guys, did you guys watch that documentary about uh, um, how like, I guess BPM came to like underground house music started where it started from like back in the day in seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousands. It was pushed. What's it called? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> what is it called? <laughs> how it's how, how how it started or something or how? Okay. We, yeah. Anyway, Netflix or something. Yeah, it has. It's got like Calvin Harris and you know all these yeah. all these big names on there, and it's on Netflix. And I was like. One night I'm I watch lots of music docs, but I don't know if I've seen that one. Yeah, it's but, got Usher in there. It's got Usher. I mean, I only watch the crime scene investigation ones. <laughs> <laughs> Serial killer shows. Yeah, I like that too. So, is there anything else you want to talk about, Jared? Like, you want to talk about anything else coming up, or you want to talk about you want to sing another song? What do you want to do? I want to shoot. You want to shoot? Shoot, there you go. There you go. <laughs> sure, yeah, we can we can do another one. Are we live? One more song, and then maybe we'll wrap things up here. After I know we didn't record at the front, but I don't. I really don't know how long we're going. But I did see somebody that was waiting for Chelsea come in and out of the house once. Oh, so. she needs to squash. Yeah, no, that, that's cool. I just I don't want to leave her outside for too long either. My pregnant sister. <laughs> I know. It was like, how long are we going to leave the pregnant girl in the <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm trying to think and then since we didn't uh since i obviously didn't record we'll do after we say goodbye to to jared we'll play that little clip of you singing she's too deadly again before we go that's right, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> all right us home, jared. all right so this one's kind of um it's called good man down it's off the it's time it's time album and it kind of goes to show that i wrote the song maybe about seven eight years ago and people were always telling me you got to do this you ever get that you should you should you yeah. should you should then you, you know should, should do? <laughs> and i've done everything that everybody's ever asked of me except nobody's ever asked me what do you want to do no not one person has ever asked me jared what do you want to do you know i want to be an actor i want to be a model i want to play music i want to inspire people i want to motivate i want to be a leader I want to eventually get back into politics and go into humanitarian work and when I'm older, you know. So anyways, this song's called called Good Man Down. Um, a lot of people have told me, you know, you're not good enough. And Stay in school. Don't quit your day job. If I had a dollar for every time somebody told me that. <laughs> yeah. Get, don't don't quit your day job like things are dude, you got to be safe and i was like well you gotta get gotta be able to take uh risks too once in a while so this song it's got a line in there about uh nashville so 
if you guys listen to the second second verse, you're going to hear the Nashville part in there. So this one's called Good Man Down. Seems I can't get a break. Always be him sometimes late. When will this life just turn around? God help me for mercy's sake to get on track and never late. You just can't keep a good man down. I've said all my prayers at night. I'm grateful for that morning light. I gotta get me out this one horse town. Everybody thinks I'm crazy. I'll laugh and tell them maybe you all should just settle down. They tell me I'm a fool who should have stayed in school. They're trying to keep a good man down. Okay, I yeah. can't keep a good man down. Never knew my life would change from cloudy skies to sunny days. Now I'm glad I've been found. It all started with just one call, one call that would change it all. Now I'm on a plane and I'm Nashville bound. Everybody thinks I'm crazy. Now laugh and tell them maybe you all should just settle down. They tell me I'm a fool who should have stayed in school. They're trying to keep a good man down. You can't keep a good man down. You can't keep a good man down. I'm crazy. I'll laugh and tell them maybe you all should just stick around. You can't keep me good man down. You can't keep me good man down. You can't keep good man <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like telling Trent I'm like what is the name of that one um, can't you see huh can't you see <laughs> No, the the nineties, the nineties alternative rock band. Um, Matchbox Twenty. Matchbox Twenty. I I I get get compared. Yeah, I get compared to. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's just almost. Hey man, it could out. be worse. You could, you know, like. <laughs> I think Rob Thomas is a good singer. Is yeah, I, Rob Thomas. Like, I. That's probably the seventh or eight, eighth time that somebody's actually compared me to Rob Thomas. And we went to his went to his concert in Penticton, and he put on a really good, really good show. Like acoustic, he had acoustic songs. Um, he had songs on piano. And that song, uh, 3 a.m., the most prominent, you know, Matchbox 20 hit, he actually wrote for his mom who had cancer. Yeah, it's 3, 3 a.m. So that was like, oh, man. When I, just to hear the stories behind okay, the song, sing too. That, sing the first oh. line for me, please. <laughs> um, what is the first line? <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, yeah, I know what you're Oh, yeah, I know that song. Oh, wow. um, some about being cold outside and then wear your raincoat. I can't fucking. I, I don't want to look at Google. She said it's cold outside and hands me my raincoat. There you go. See, I was close. I was close. I was She's close. always worried about things like that. See? See? There you go. You just. 3M, I must be lonely. Yeah, that's like Rob Thomas. I've, you know, covered a few songs of his, but. Yeah, that's about the seventh time that somebody's actually compared me to him, and that's that's cool. I like him. He's he's a great great musician. And you're very very talented. I love your music. I love your vocals. I love your voice. Um, it's really incredible what you're doing in music, um, and have all you know eight nominations and stuff. You know, new song out, um, new album out. It's called It's Time. Mm-hmm. Get at it. Download it. Yes. <laughs> Buy hard copies off Jared at his shows. Or do you mail them out? Yeah, I mail them out. I also got merchandise. Like I got T-shirts and pop sockets and beaded earrings, all sorts of things. So if you go to the What's Jared the Lee best? website. Oh, there you go. <laughs> getting there. com. Yeah. So it's J-A-R-R-I-D-L-E-E.com. Um, I would love for you to tag me in one of your favorite videos that I would like to share on my page um, after uh, after. We're done here. After we close it charge all up. up. Charge up my phone a little bit so that people know where to find you on Facebook and then um, your website from there and everything. So, um, yes, tag me in one of your favorite videos because if I go, I'll just pick whatever. And be like, yeah, I love them all. I've heard a couple of your videos and I'm like, damn. So how did I not know this person? But then again, to be fair, I'm not on social media as much as I shouldn't be, to be honest. But I love sharing everyone else's music. Well, see, I introduced you to a new artist. There you go. There you go. See, that's that's my claim to fame. Yes. There you go. (laughs) But I want to thank you for joining us, dude. Like, just for coming out, sharing your music, telling us your stories, because I think that's the most important part for people out there when they get to know songwriters is to get to know what they're actually putting into their music and how it connects to them personally. And I think that's a big deal for me when I talk to other artists is to try and get, try to get that recipe out of them, out of them because, you know, everybody's got a different way of looking inside and drawing from their personal experiences and putting them down to pen and to music. And I really respect what you do and that. Just thanks for coming out, man. Appreciate it. You guys are awesome. You are artists that I've looked up to for like the last, even Trent, you know, Chelsea, I love your guys' music. Um, even things like the older songs that really caught, like it only takes one video. And my claim to fame, I guess, was uh, uh, about six years ago, I, I put a song on, on Facebook and I said to anybody who's going through a rough time or missing somebody that may have passed on. And I sang Drank a Beer by Luke Bryan, who was written by, by Chris Stapleton. 
and that song like had thousands and thousands of views and i was like oh okay well maybe there's something to social media but thank you guys for having me out and really appreciate that and elevating and amplifying indigenous voices we gotta be able to edify one another and and we're all in this together and uh you know if one of us wins we we all win so Mm-hmm. And if everything opens up in the future, maybe we'll do another show together. Who knows? Absolutely. You know, like, I mean, a live music show. Yes. <laughs> oh, the Voices of the West. What you're Voices of the yes. West. I'm still working on that, to, like to try and secure uh, the venue at River Cree. But you know, it's kind of like Voices of the North, except we'll have it Voices of the West. And you know, maybe we'll do something virtually because I know that there is that that KI Voices that is already like a, it's a, it's a talent show. But I don't want this to be a talent show. Mm-hmm. It should be about you know uh, uh, more of a showcase than anything because I find with talent shows. Sometimes people get a little bit too competitive and yeah. that's not the point of, of, you know, being able to do music is to have to compete against one another. It's to be able to edify one another and, and to say that we're all equal in terms of having our own own talents, because it takes a lot of courage to get up there and play in front of thousands of people. Right. So if anybody can get up on stage and I was nervous as heck when I first got started, like I was didn't even want to look at anybody. <laughs> Don't, look at me. <laughs> Don't look at me. You guys look at the bartender over there. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the whole point is to be able to just showcase and uh, there's so much hidden talent out there. So I want to do something like that, maybe do it but virtually and then watch that like, physical. Yeah, but to have a stage like Voices of the North, if you wanted to do that out here, that would be great because that's definitely something that Indigenous, up-and-coming Indigenous artists are missing is the opportunity to play on larger stages for bigger, like yes. in, under professional audio, professional production, yep. because we're not offered as many of those spaces as there are out there. So any time that we can do that, I think that's a great idea. And I think everybody will benefit from that. So get on you for thinking about it. And I hope it, you know, pans out and I hope we get to, hope I get to play bass for that show. I'm sure me and I'm always looking for a gig. (laughs) I know, even last week. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm, this is going to be my thing. And every show I'm going to somehow try and weasel my way into a gig. I'm sure my manager would love to get in, involved in a project like this too. So like shoot me a message and which, whichever way that we can help. And uh, even just like advertising or, you know, any way that we can help. Um, just let us know. Yeah. yeah the, the biggest idea is to have, um, I wanted to have five female and five male artists of every kind of age category from different parts of the province, like blood reserve, Siksika, Kainai, you know, satellite, Goodfish, Kikino, Sucker Creek, High Level, High Prairie, Fort Mac, Anzac, all the best, you know, artists that aren't discovered yet and give them a yes. platform, yes. you know, the, the amateurs. Yes. And then you would have, have a cabaret after with like, you know, uh, That's Nathan Cunningham. Exactly. <laughs> have have a three three band cabaret after like, uh, you know, we'll yeah. do a 30 minute set, 30 minute set, 30 minute set, boom, 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 and have it for like three three hours afterwards and six different bands and it'll be it'll be awesome. Like that's my big idea, and I don't know if this is going to work, but it's an and, idea. Uh, it, it's it's, an, it's idea. an idea that would work, and the good thing is, is like when you do a production like that, as long as you get the right, the right people around you working with it, and the right musicians. Like in in Voices of the North, the band is you know just perfect. They yep. they learn all the songs just yep. just awesome, and it's it's a really good experience for the singers, even the inexperienced singers. Yep. But even for the experienced singers that did it, it was it was a great experience. And I think that that's definitely something that Alberta needs. And I've said that since I did Voices of the North, too. Like, we've talked about that, too. Why isn't there anything like that out here, right? Yeah, so. yeah a showcase. Like, we need a major showcase. And I, I just basically looked at their how they did it. And I'm like, yeah, we could we could totally do this. Like, we got a whole bunch of awesome musicians back home in Alberta that yeah. we can hire and they'll learn the songs. And, 
you know, uh, have put on a, an awesome showcase and sell a whole bunch of tickets and pack River Cree and have people out. I'm thinking around Native Provincials because people are going there anyway. Yeah. I actually know somebody who had offered to do a big show out just near the River Cree, uh, Enoch, I believe it is, out there uh, with a stage and a big field and everything. Like even mm-hmm. that. Just saying, no. <laughs> like if, if, if we can gather together, yeah, if we can gather gather together indoors, exactly, it has to be like music festival style, right? And this yes. is what we have to do also as independent artists is create our own shows. Like, yep. you know, like just because nothing's happening, we got to make it happen. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, well, and you just being able to talk like this, I want to come to Saskatoon and I was going to tell you that like when we were going to release this new Niji project in probably the end of March. Yep. So we're looking to maybe as long as everything's open up, we want to do a two week tour start of April, right from Vancouver, right out to Winnipeg. So mm-hmm. if we can work something out, we'd love to do a show in Saskatoon, right? Yep. I'll love, uh, I'll meet you halfway. I got a show started that I started last year called country bash. Yeah. And it's, it's uh it was uh, an idea between uh, myself, a songwriter and uh, a company out of out of Vegreville that's going to be sponsoring the event, the Vantage Builders. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we got we got to get sponsored. So anyway, they're, they're going to sponsor the show. Um, I got the, my manager, who is Dale Debnam, who is uh, very very actively involved in 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 <laughs> Big Valley Jamboree. Yeah, so she, she was really involved in Big Big Valley Jamboree, and uh, she wants to do something along the lines of having a, a jared lee show and right. this is going to be mine like this is going to be like jared lee's country bash where i have a whole bunch of different artists through friday saturday people yeah. can camp if they want and we're just kind of figure out you know we got to zone some of the land for um it's either going to be on private land or it'll be half it'll have to be zoned for music festivals so where there's a whole bunch of bylaws there's insurance there's you know liability uh safety uh, everything we got to think about. So we're, we're in the planning stages right now. Even if we start off small, it's going to eventually grow to that point where we're going to have to like get about 10 acres and then everyone's going to come out. Like that'll be, that'll be awesome. So you guys are more than welcome to come out and I'll shoot you guys off a message as to how, you know, start building something. That sounds good, man. Good luck with your award nomination this week and with the Saskatchewan Country Music Awards. When is that? Just real quick again. Um, uh, Sask SCMA. Music is on a Thursday and uh, SCMAs would be in, in April. Um, hopefully, hopefully we can go gather together physically. We're still kind of planning um, in contingent. If we don't, we're going to do it virtually again, like how we did it the last two years. But uh, yeah, that's the plan. Um, April SCMA awards. I got eight nominations. We'll see. And then March as well. Uh, we got the Juno awards. I submitted for that as well. So hopefully we'll see where it goes. Awesome, man. Well, we (laughs) will hopefully talk to you again in the near future. We're going to start doing more guests every week, maybe even two guests a week if people are interested. So send us a message. I got Brianna Lazat coming to see us on the first of next month. So that should be fun little bit of fiddle music but we're gonna say goodbye to you jared and then we're gonna just uh chat a little bit here and wrap up the show but thanks again thank you thank you guys i'll tell you i got some youtube oh he's gone oh. <laughs> i did it say again goodbye. he's done that <laughs> when i'm saying goodbye i just get rid of people and i didn't mean to do that i apologize jared <laughs>
So we did have an interesting live stream. We apparently sat here and talked for half an hour before I went live, and I apologize for that. So you may not, you guys, look, you know, you missed some pretty good conversation. But um, the, would you like to say anything before we go, Chelsea? Because I'm going to get this song ready. Chelsea, Chelsea came and she did some some uh, background vocals for the first single for. Kurt and I's new project, the Niji band. It's called She's Too Deadly for Me. So I'm going to play this out for you. But Chelsea, you want to say goodbye or anything before we go? We did this um, before we went live, actually, just we a couple did. of takes. And uh, it was a lot of fun and a lot of sass, a little bit of sass in there, too. But yeah. Um, well, I hope you guys come back next week. We don't know who we're going to have as a guest, and hopefully Kurt will be able to join us next week. Mm -hmm. Sending much love out to Kurt and Uncle George and the whole family in Calgary. I hope, you know, everybody's doing good, and, you know, I hope you get better soon, Uncle. Yeah. You're listening to Do You Hear Me Now? Amplifying Indigenous Voices where each and every week we bring you stories about Indigenous music and Indigenous artists all across Turtle Island.